pure and radiant. He wields love to shrive clean the hearts of men. What? what? There is nothing more terrifying. <laughs> um, are we? Are is that? Are we? <laughs> Oh, what's what's that, buddy? What's uh, what's nothing more terrifying than? Elden Ring got its trailer for its first big DLC. I guess it's uh, its only big DLC called Shadow of the Air Tree. We talked about this, I think, previously. Uh, the DLC is coming June 21st. Elden Ring director Hidetaka Miyazaki sat down with IGN and answered some questions about it. According to Miyazaki, Shadow of the Earth Tree will be a brand new map. You'll have to travel there, and the new map will be comparable to the area of Limgrave in the base game. Jesus Christ. Uh, when asked about Elden Ring 2, he said they do not have any current plans to make a second DLC or a sequel. I do love how FromSoft just really fucking balls out on a DLC. You know, it's never just like, hey, we made, we added three weapons to the game or fucking a couple of fun little skins. It's like, this is another game. This is a whole ass another game, so enjoy. Yeah, I was already toying around with the idea of jumping back into Elden Ring, but now I feel like I have to. I could go for, I could go for a jaunt through Limgrave. I could be... A jaunt. I could be uh, convinced... To uh, go on a terrifying little jaunt. Yeah, this this trailer looks incredible. It sounds incredible. I felt like you took me there. You really put me in it. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad I could do that for you. Yeah, you transported me. I feel so scared right now. That was straight from the trailer. That was nice. <laughs> well, my name's Kelton Burns. And I'm Cameron Donahoe. And this is... The 33rd episode of Press Y. Hell yeah, it is. Nintendo. Nintendo, guys. Nintendo held its first Nintendo Direct of the year today, which, you know, last week there was a rumor that Nintendo pushed back a Nintendo Direct to not compete with the Xbox announcement. And then the next week we got a Nintendo Direct, so do with, the, with that what you will. Mm. This Nintendo Direct showcased a bunch of games coming to the Switch. Some of them are like older games being ported over. Some of them are newer games. The ones that caught my eye were Grounded and Pentiment, so confirmed. Those four games we talked about last week, Pentiment, Grounded, Sea of Thieves, and uh, Hi-Fi Rush have all now been confirmed. I guess it wasn't like fully announced last week when The mm. Verge reported that those were the four games. But yeah, Grounded and Pentiment confirmed by Nintendo to come. Also, a remaster of Epic Mickey is coming to the Switch, and a new Endless Ocean game. Now, this was kind of like the big new game that was announced. Endless Ocean Luminous is coming. It's actually the third game in the Endless Ocean series, which hasn't had a title released since Endless Ocean 2 Adventures of the Deep back in 2009 for the Wii. Uh, Endless Ocean is a scuba diving adventure game that has you exploring an ocean and interacting with aquatic life. Oh, I remember Endless Ocean. I remember it not being very fun. <laughs> <laughs> but uh i mean if scuba is your thing hell yeah and dolphins i'm kind of terrified of dolphins so not endless ocean not my game 
terrified of dolphins. Yes. Well, wow. they're they're terrifying creatures. They're smart and they're all sexual deviants. A lot of them are sexual deviants. Sorry, I don't want to profile all dolphins, but they're pretty fucking weird. <laughs> Fifteen years later, we're getting another endless ocean, endless ocean yeah. luminous guys coming to switch. Hope you're hyped. Yeah, you're hyped. And if you like, if you're like me and you don't like dolphins, this is basically a horror game for you. So <laughs> if you're into horror games or uh, against dolphins, this is the game for you. <laughs> During the Japanese Nintendo Direct, it was announced that Mother 3, the Game Boy Advance RPG, was coming to Nintendo Switch in the online lineup of retro games. Sadly, oh, this yeah. is not coming to the West. Oh. For those who don't know, fans have long awaited an official translation of Mother 3 to release over here. You can find a lot of tr- fan translations, but Nintendo, for whatever reason, has chosen to not release an official version over here. Uh, Mother 3's main character, though, Lucas, is popularized in Smash Bros. So you probably are already familiar with Mother 3's main character. I didn't realize he's from Mother 3 specifically. Uh, that's fun. I think Lucas is a fun, weird little guy who runs around on a, a coffee table with legs. And I think that's neat. <laughs> and if you want to understand more about Lucas, you'll have to find a fan translation or learn Japanese. Or you could just hang out with me uh, and... Uh, I'll summarize what I know about him just off of his looks and moveset from Smash Brothers. I know that he has a fucking sweet little grab that uses a snake. Uh, I know that he can shoot fires, fire out of his hands, uh, and he can be sounding really annoying sometimes. So, what do you think his story is? I think he's just a weird little guy. Who uh, found a snake in a coffee table and then shot some fireballs at the guy who gave him the snake and coffee table. So now he owns a snake and coffee table. Um, and he's on his way to kill the guy that that, that gave that got that uh, Jeff Bezos. You're saying he's a thief. He's. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I don't. I don't fully recall what I said. <laughs> um, I was kind of spitting off the top there. Um, Okay, so just to summarize his story, guy, a man gave him a coffee table with legs and a snake, uh, and then he stole those, he, 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 it was a lend situation, he's like, hey, you can borrow my coffee table with legs, and then he fucking shot that guy with a fireball, and now he owns those things, and now he's drunk with power, and he's gonna fight Jeff Bezos. That's probably why it never got yeah. translated. Yeah, it's pr- it's pretty heavy topic and subject matter. And well, I don't think Jeff Bezos would be cool with it being in the states. If you guys can learn Japanese or get your hands on a fan translation, you can uh, fact check Cameron on that one. Yeah, um, that's just kind of the vibe I get from his sweet little move set and smash. So yeah, mo- <laughs> hot news: Mother Three not coming to our country. Next up, guys, Bummer. PS5 Pro. Following last week's report that Sony expects PS5 sales to continue to slow, analysts are now predicting that we will get a PS5 Pro by the end of the year. Do you say analysts? <laughs> I said analysts. Okay. I hope I did. Analysts are now predicting that we will... <laughs> okay, sorry. It's just, it sounded a little little funky there. Because <laughs> I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a big... Because I know some people say data and data, and I didn't know <laughs> if that was like... A weird <laughs> mispronunciation. Sorry, continue. Analysts. We're now predicting Analyst. that we'll get a PS5 Pro by the end of the year. The PS4 Pro came out three years after the PS4 did. 
And so if a PS5 Pro were to come out this year, it would actually be four years after the PS5 did. So a little bit later. So we're not, we're, you know, it's not like we're like, I don't feel like we're overdue for a Pro, but it wouldn't be crazy for a Pro to come out. I think that'd be great. I mean, uh, I, the the Pros are usually the 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 one like system upgrade that um or like the the new system feature that i think is actually worth buying like the fucking i don't really care about like the slims or the like oh there's like more ports or something or stuff like that um i'm not a big fan of just like changing it cosmetically i think i i stepped in and got my xbox yeah my the last xbox when they fucking upgraded it and i i that was great um so I highly recommend this if you haven't gotten a, a PlayStation for whatever reason. I know that like when they first dropped, like there was a huge shortage and whatnot. So this is like the fucking ideal time to get a PlayStation once they have the Pro. So if you guys have that in your pockets, uh, I recommend it. Here's a direct quote from Sirkin Toto, CEO of Tokyo-based games consultancy Canton Games. There seems to be a broad consensus in the game industry that Sony is indeed preparing a launch of a PS5 Pro in the second half of 2024, and Sony will want to make sure to have a great piece of hardware ready when GTA 6 hits in 2025, a launch mm. that will be a shot in the arm for the entire gaming industry. I was going to say, um, it seems like the Pro, or the PS5 just in general, uh, the standard model, seems to run its games really well. Um so I, I don't do you think it's really necessary to have a ps5 pro at this moment because like gta it makes sense to have it for like it be a gta 6 machine if it's going to be such a demanding game but i feel like the games that i've been running it's been handled really well from the ps5 so far yeah i would agree i think my my ps5 runs everything really well though i guess the actual only issue that i've even run into and this was actually last week was with the uh, apex having such a hard time doing 120 FPS with 4K or, or I don't think that was on the PlayStation though. I think that was like weird fucking like server stuff, right? Uh yeah, I'm not sure. I mean, it, I definitely is like is on respawn, right, for however they're handling yeah. and developing. But that's the only time yeah. it's felt like a hardware, I don't know, capability issue potentially. Mm. But other than that, everything's run buttery smooth. There's still of course more powerful gaming PCs out there than the PS5. So it's not like we're at the ceiling could go as, up. Yeah, I was going to say, like, as um, consoles get more and more powerful, do you think we're going to see a decline in this standard release schedule where you'll release something, a console, and then you'll see, like, a, a pro version of it, like, halfway through the life cycle? Hard to say with, uh, you know, how are we just going to keep progressing at the rate we've been progressing? Yeah. But uh, I think it's still going to be always lucrative for these uh, console makers to release pros for those who want to upgrade because they get to sell a whole another console to those who have the cash and are willing to. I totally agree. Like I think business wise, it. it makes sense. But like from a uh, a customer standpoint, like it's, I think it's gonna make less and less more sense to buy to shell out a whole another fucking five hundred to seven hundred dollars for just a pro version of your console because I think the differences are gonna get more and more uh less significant i feel like the the ps4 pro uh differences were really significant and i have a funny feeling that the ps5 pro in this base model there's gonna be less of a gap 
at significantly less of a gap than the PS4 and the PS4 Pro. And I think that last generation's Pro version is going to be the last like significant uh, gap between the Pro and the base model. Yeah, and then like one thing that is always kind of frustrating about the these types of things for me is that like developers need to make sure all their games can run on of course the base ps5 Mm -hmm. and like you know xbox deals with this a lot with the series s and series x so that means that developers are never able to really fully utilize the new power given to them with like the pro versions here you know because they have to also make sure the game can run on the older console so then within that we you get even more incremental kind of, you know, increases in quality because it can't be something that can't run on the older software as well. So it just gets kind yeah, of yeah. That must be a that must be a nightmare for people to develop games for because it's just like they could probably make a completely overhauled game, uh, but they're being held back by it being on essentially like kind of like two consoles, you know? Yeah. The the pro version and the default version. Yeah, exactly. And that's, yeah, that's like, keep in mind when you go to buy a pro console that like developers, like we're talking about, have to still develop the game for the older console and the game still has to be able to run at a playable, you know, type of standard. So the type of the optional increases in quality can only be so much. But yeah, guys, PS5 Pro later this year, potentially. Uh, In other Sony news, it was announced that the PSVR 2 which is the VR headset that was released for PS5, is coming, well, we'll be getting PC support. Sony said they're hoping to have oh. this available later in the year. I think this is another big sign that Sony is embracing the Did they do the that PC. for the last PSVR? They, I don't think so. Okay, cool. I didn't know that. I thought it was strictly for um, the PlayStation. That's cool. Yeah, I think PlayStation is just opening up more and more to embracing PC as like a, another oh. platform to release their stuff on. Good. Because there's some um, Sony exclusives on PC, right? Yeah, I think, uh, I mean, Helldivers like sure is you... released on PC. Right, 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 right. And I'm pretty sure there's, like, you can get, like, the Uncharted collection, I'm fairly certain. And God of War and Last of Us. Yeah, so that's cool. I think I think PC is just this, like, I think it's funny how PC is just this big, like, omnipotent thing, like, watching over the console wars and, like, is just completely like untouchable from microsoft and sony beef and i think that's crazy because like i guess nintendo is also kind of there next to it um but i think that's just really really funny like just how uh how dedicated they are to make sure that no none of their games get on each other's consoles and then nintendo and the pc are just kind of like hanging out and getting all the scraps from (laughs) from the war yeah pc is strange uh beautiful thing it's a beautiful thing what else is beautiful though lady gaga she's coming to fortnite second season of fortnite festival it's not beautiful it's getting lady gaga i hope that there's some dolphins added in with Lady Gaga to Fortnite. I hope to fucking Christ that there's no dolphins in Fortnite. Fortnite Festival, to remind you guys, is like the Guitar Hero rock band um, world inside Fortnite. It has its own seasons. The weekend was the the main skin of the first season, and now, yeah, Lady Gaga's Mm. coming. 
So, are like Lady Gaga songs dropping as well, or is it just the skins? There'll be like, and everything's like with the weekend. It was like five of his own songs, and then he got a skin that has been in the shop for the entire season. That he's also been ha- with another. Okay, the Fortnite festival season has a weekend skin at the end. Also, during this entire time, it's been like three months or whatever. Week, the weekend has also had a skin in the shop. So this is probably going to happen for Lady Gaga where she'll have a skin in the shop and then she'll have another version of her skin in I, the Fortnite Festival Pass. I think Lady Gaga is a very um, appropriate person to have as uh, in, the, in this current season of Fortnite because in real life she looks like a Fortnite character dressing up in various skins. So I think that is fun. Dude, we just got a bunch of Green Day songs in Fortnite, and I hope that Green Day skins come. That'd be pretty wild. That'd be cool. I fucking love love Green Day. Do you have a do you have like a preferred version of Lady Gaga that you would want to see in the game? Uh, not really. I want the meat dress. <laughs> I've seen a lot of people online comment that they want the meat dress. We want the meat dress, epic. And this was long rumored that Lady Gaga was coming to Fortnite, and at the same time, it's been long rumored that all bunch of One Piece skins are coming to Fortnite. So I'm hoping that if this rumor ended up being true, the One Piece rumor is now true. And if they do the One Piece, I mean, they did Naruto. They did Naruto. They did My Hero. They did Jujutsu Kaisen. So like, oh yeah, they did a lot of animes. If they do, and they did Dragon Ball, and every time they do an anime collaboration, they add abilities and moves from the shows into the game. So if they do One Piece, you know, they got to add. Luffy's gum gum fucking... abilities. They got to add Zoro's sword and stuff. Like, yeah, his sword abilities, like slashing. <laughs> Dude, what they'll an make it flashy. <laughs> that is true. They'll make it flashy. Zoro uh, do be a flashy sob. Next up, guys, IGN announced an in-person gaming expo in uh, Los Angeles. It's a three-day fan event in early June. Ooh. It will serve as a component to IGN's annual Summer of Gaming event, which they've been doing since 2020. This almost feels like a replacement for E3. Yeah, but like, they're not going to be doing like game releases and stuff. I, they said they will have reveals there, announcements, and celebrities. Re- really? Yeah. I mean, during their oh, uh, yeah. summer of gaming event, they usually do some gaming reveals and maybe having. I it just in I person. didn't think I didn't think IGN had like the pull to be revealing stuff. I thought they were mostly just like covering things. No, they they'll they be revealing things cool so well that's dope that's fucking awesome like that like you said that sounds like a sounds like a little e3 and uh i love e3 so 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 much um so uh, hopefully this ign thing takes off maybe potentially you'll see me and cameron walking around ign live um you guys will see us walking around ign live uh (laughs) we probably won't be invited anytime soon but we'll sneak our way in well it's a fan event so i think you can just buy a ticket Oh, for real? Oh, hell yeah. Well, then, yeah, maybe maybe you will. Who knows? <laughs> I am poor, so I will still have to sneak in. Um, but Kelton, Kelton is my in. Maybe I'll dress, like, we'll do, like, a little, like, uh, parent trap thing where I dress up as you. You go in. I dress up as you. I'm like, oh, like, I, I, I just left to go to the get something out of my car, and I don't have my ticket on me. We'll do it like Let uh, me in, please. I'll sit on your shoulders with a big trench Ooh, coat. Ooh, yeah, big trench coat. Or we dress up as garbage men. Yes, and then we throw the garbage can at the ticket guy in the front of the line that we run in. We print out fake badges. Or that. That also works. 
All right, so that's going to wrap up most of the news, but we do have some more things to talk about. Pacific Drive released this week, developed by Ironwood Pacific Studios. Drive. We talked about this game previously. But, uh, yeah, I was going to uh, say, that sounds very familiar. It came out last night. Uh, I got off work, and I sunk what it felt like an hour, and then I checked, and it had been three and a half hours. Holy um, shit. Was it good? It's yeah, I okay, I, it's too I've only played it for three and a half hours, so it's too early for me to call whether it's good or bad. But mm-hmm. it is really unique feeling and strange. It's like a it's a single player survival game at its core. You have a hub world. Uh you kind of you go into the Pacific you know, Olympic Peninsula, kind of Washington State, and it's been I was gonna say it looks very PNW. And it was inspired by drives across PN, the PNW. Uh so oh. you go into this big barricaded government like zone quarantine zone it's been fully walled off and you go in there and you have a car and so you you kind of you start at a hub world with your car you do repairs on it and then you go out on these missions and they're called runs and you uh gather materials farm stuff gather stuff break into like houses and try to find as many materials and stuff as you can and then you take it all you escape the zone at the end and you go back to the hub world so you keep doing this as you're exploring this peninsula at least that's what i've begun doing and between the missions you kind of repair your car and replace the wheels and do whatever maintenance you need to do you can upgrade it you can also upgrade things within the hub like area like adding new machines and abilities and crafters and stuff like that your basic survival game mechanics is there like a story at all? There it, is, is a story. Survive as long as you can. You have people talking to you on the radio about like, mm-hmm. and you're trying to figure out what happened in this zone. Why did the government quarantine it off? Like what, what's going on with like people being attached to items or people breaking into here or not being able to leave. And it kind of has like a wacky kind of like Twin Peaks almost vibe to it. Um and it's uh, so far, I've been really intrigued. There's these the enemies in the game are called anomalies, and they're mm. kind of fucking scary. Uh, <laughs> you have to avoid them. And I thought the whole time I'd be in my car, but a lot of the game you have to leave your car and go out on foot to like try to gather as much shit as you can, and then run back to your car and put it in your car before you take off. And like at one point, a you hurricane like- came through, and my car got lifted off the ground, and it felt really cool. That's cool. That's a that's a fun event. It's like all first person in the car, which is kind of weird. You have to like look over to like put your car in park, or like if you want to look at the rearview mirror, you have to like kind of turn your head to look. Interesting. Yeah, it's. I think um, it lost for thirty dollars or maybe twenty five. I think it's I think it's thirty. Reasonably priced. Um, are do you like die really easily? Like, do the enemies just like fucking one tap? I've come you, so really it, close to dying, but I haven't died. Nice. Well, cool. That sounds like a fun game. I, I, uh, I do love like a Twin Peaks inspired thing. Uh, this seems very Twin Peaks. Uh, maybe, maybe not exactly Twin Peaks inspired, um, but it, I'm getting that vibe. Uh, so this sounds like a, a good little playthrough. Did you do you have a feeling that there's like a lot more game left? Uh, yeah. It, I mean, I've only explored a tiny. Like it doesn't seem like a fucking corner of the map. Like, tiny chunk of a game. No, I think it'll be a decently sized game. Cool. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'll probably pick this one up. It sounds fun. I guess, like, it almost reminded me of Subnautica, but kind of like, um, what's the word? It's not open world like Subnautica is. It's, like, more like, you know, you pick little missions to go to. 
and uh, it probably is procedurally generating, I'm assuming, each of those little areas that you're going into to explore and salvage mm-hmm. for materials. Uh, but yeah, Pacific Drive. What have you been playing, Cameron? I have been playing a lot of Baldur's Gate, honestly. Um, really just getting my head down and trying to fucking beat this game. Uh, not making a ton of progress because I have the attention span of a goldfish and Baldur's Gate or Baldur's Gate is very, very good at catching my attention with literally every single point of interest and every single side quest, um, which is fucking cool, but it's making, I'm not exactly speed running this thing, <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it's it's really fun, and as well as like the matchmaking and having people able to just kind of like drop in your campaign at any time is super nice. Uh, yeah, it's 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 the it's very nice not being able to like uh, or not having to worry about joining someone's game and then everything you have to like worry about balancing or like you're super weak or something and then like. Mo- like bosses will just immediately fucking kill you uh they did a really good job with the the matchmaking and the multiplayer aspects of the game so it's been a lot of fun just playing that with friends i will get to that game eventually you know <laughs> it's great man <laughs> it's only I re- been I highly recommended it. it's only been months and months and now i'm trying to get back <laughs> into uh you know elden ring there's a lot of great games this year man or this past 12 months it's been it's been a shitload of games that are really really solid final fantasy 7 Part two is coming out soon. It's supposed to be really long. Persona three is like a hundred hours. Yeah, we got uh, I think there's another game, Rise of the Ronin, another big RPG coming. We got I'm no time. One. Yeah, Ultros from last week. Still eyeing that. Colorful Metroidvania. I'm drowning over here, Cameron. Oh, it's a good thing to drown in. At least you're not drowning in water. So dolphins. That's good. How about how about we change the subject? You don't want to talk about dolphins? I don't want to talk about dolphins, Kelton. Obviously. <laughs> have what have you, you been playing? What have you been playing? Have you heard of Balotro? Uh, no. That sounds like a like a diet medication. Balotro? What a what have 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 you been taking Balotro? Balotro is a hypnotically satisfying deck builder where you play illegal poker hands, discover game-changing jokers, and trigger adrenaline-pumping outrageous combos. I don't know about adrenaline-pumping. I think uh, they need to fucking straight from cool the it with that. Page. Yeah, I, I can tell. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's on uh, mobile, Switch, and Steam. Heard really good things That's... about Balotro. That sounds cool. It's, you said it's on mobile? Is it... Um... Is it? Do you pay for it? Is it free? Do or? you pay for it? The adrenaline pump. Ah, dang, I might have to keep my adrenal glands nice and dry. What a! <laughs> how much is it? Let me pull up that information for you real quick. It's right now. It's on sale for thirteen forty nine. Only twenty dollars though. That's not bad. Not too shabby. Ball I have to give that game a, a little looksy, because I, as you know, love a deck builder, and I. I uh, love ad- adrenaline chasing, so I'm always going after that high. So, Cameron, out of all the news we covered today, what was your favorite piece of news? Ah, uh, favorite piece of news. Um, I like. I I thought the the mother three thing was interesting. Uh, <laughs> uh oh, the 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 Gaga announcement is actually probably my favorite. Yeah. 
yeah i'm i'm actually genuinely pretty stoked that gaga is in uh fortnite big gaga guy i'm a big gaga guy guy <laughs> okay all right we got to get out of here before that we got to get the fuck out of here man um, we gotta leave thanks guys for tuning in it's been the 33rd episode of press y me and cameron will be back next week with more news for you guys mm-hmm and we'll be wearing garbage man disguises because we're getting ready to infiltrate the IGN conference thing. Goodbye.